number 18 and uh, my name's Brains and joining me tonight is nobody oh well uh, I'm going to go through the team and uh, talk about a few things um, we play uh, we play Fremantle this week on Sunday at uh, 10 past 1 at Marvel Stadium be, hopefully we can get a decent crowd there it'll probably be a small one given it's Fremantle but uh, yeah, we'll hopefully get a, a win out of it because we, we certainly could do with one. Um, at the moment, Fremantle uh one game ahead of us on the ladder, um, plus percentage, I think. Um, but we are 14th, which is an improvement on last year, which is something. Um, but if we could get another win this week, uh, who knows, we could sneak up to 12th at least depending on percentage depending on and other results of course um, but, but we'll see how we go as long as we keep away from the bottom that's the uh, most important thing and I would really like to continue to stay on top of Sydney who are two games behind us at this stage when we've got four games left so uh, hopefully we'll at least stay 14th uh, and hopefully higher. I don't think Gold Coast will get off the bottom of the ladder even though I'd love to see Melbourne get the wooden spoon but uh, I can't see Gold Coast winning uh, at least three games at this stage so we'll see how that goes. So let's have a look at the team. Um, we've got uh, five players into the team this week. Uh, obviously it's a Sunday game so uh, the extra players named on the bench. We've got Akers Hanabry, Nunes, Patton and Stephen have all been named in the side. Gresham, unfortunately, out with an eye injury or an eye socket injury, sorry. Uh, he's going to miss at least two weeks, possibly three, depending on how it heals. It's one of those things, I think, that just heals naturally. I don't think they can actually do anything for it. Um, Mackenzie was omitted and uh, Langlands, uh, unfortunately, has a, a groin injury and will miss at least a week or maybe two. Looking at the side, it's, it's interesting that on the who they've named on the interchange bench, uh, because they've got. Uh, I'll just read out the names they've got listed at the moment. Obviously, four of these will be dropped. Who they probably will be in a second. Uh, at the moment, they've named Blake Akers, Nathan Brown, Josh Battle, Ben Patton, Matthew Parker, Jack Sinclair, Bailey Rice, and Sam Rowe on the extended interchange bench. And now, out of that, uh, four names will be dropped tomorrow night. I'd say Bailey Rice and Sam Rowe will definitely be um, dropped. I'd like to see Ben Patton in the side. Maybe Nathan Brown might be dropped, because I don't know if they've got Fremantle's got anyone for him to man up on. Uh, I can't see them dropping Josh Battle. And I think Sinclair should be all right. So maybe Parker will be dropped because they've already got Long, Loney and Hind in the forward line um, as the 
attacking forwards. Uh, they have named Jack Steele on the half-forward flank, which really is a confusing decision. Uh, admittedly, uh, these teams usually are nothing like what names, uh, what actually starts on the ground, but um, it is a strange decision to name him there, considering he's played all season as uh, Ruck Rover, Centerman, whatever you want to call him, Tagger. So I'd be very surprised if he does line up there, but it does make you question if, I mean, if Seb Ross is named as the centerman and Luke Dunstan, the Ruck Rover, and Jack Stephen, the Rover, uh, exactly where Jack Steele is going to play. I mean, anything can change, as I said, but uh, it'll be interesting to see how they line up. I don't know much about Fremantle's side. I know they've got a lot of young players. Okay, Fremantle have basically named an unchanged lineup. They've got uh, four players that are into their team, but you'd think that's just for the extended bench and they'll probably be the four guys that will miss because uh, no one's been named as as dropped. Yeah, looking at the side, obviously Nathan Fyth is, uh, we all know what a player he is. Uh, I would assume that a steal would go to him. Oh, I just I noticed that they've named Sean Darcy at, uh, at full forward. He's a a big boy, I think, so uh, maybe Nathan Brown will play and play fullback on him. So, yeah, that might be his uh, saving grace for this week. But then again, uh, that means Wilkie has to move to somewhere and then does that mean that, that Nunes gets dropped out or oh, who knows? It's, it's, it's really going to be uh, depending on who they have to name up, uh, line up against. So... I also want to talk quickly about the um, Saints women team because uh, they're sitting second at the moment in the women's Victorian League and they are going into the uh, AFL Women's League next season. So if they could come home with a premiership this season in the in the Women's Victorian League, I think it's called, um, that would be fantastic. And... Uh, take us into the the AFL Women's League with a Premiership. Um, it'd be the Premiership Cup, the second one that we've we've always been after. Uh, but yeah, it'd be great, and and they've they've done so well, and uh, it's been really good to see how they're going. Uh, I think they might have won. They won six in a row. I think then they lost, and then won next two. Oh, I'm not sure about all that. So. Anyway, uh, and I want to thank George for um, keeping the updates of the uh, women's league uh, um, on the on our site, on the Big Footy site, because uh, I went to the AFL site just uh, about an hour ago, and I thought I'll just see what they say. And of course, they've got stuff about the the AFL Women's League, but I couldn't find anything about the VFL Women's League. Um, no mention of it anywhere, which I found very surprising because I thought surely they would have, like, state league uh, stuff there or something. But uh, anyway, no, couldn't find anything. And I actually just wanted to see what the ladder was because I knew last week I knew the Saints were second and I wanted to see how close they were to, to first. So... Uh, anyway, so good on you, George, for that. Also, 
what else have we got? Oh yeah, uh, because I'm on my own and it's going to be a short podcast, so I thought what I'd do is um, I'm going to do a quiz and I'll actually give the answers next week. So um, this week uh, you can just listen and have a go yourself and, and see how many that you would get right. Well, try to answer them and then we'll find out next week how many you got right out of... Uh, it's about a dozen questions or so. Um, and I'll start with a, a who am I? Uh, born in 1968. Played under 19 for the Hawks. He was the captain of the team. Won the best and fairest award in 1985. Uh, despite this, the Hawks delisted him at the end of 1985. He trialled at Collingwood, but wasn't picked up. In 1990, he played for Camberwell in their final season of the VFA. He was recruited to the Saints in 1991. On debut in round 21, he compiled a league record of 39 disposals, 23 kicks and 16 handballs against Carlton, a record for the most disposals ever on debut. He played some fine games for the Saints, but by 1994, after just 33 games, he finished. Uh, in 2001, while playing for Scoresby, he suffered a broken tibia and fibula, and due to complications, had to have his lower leg amputated. So, there you go. See if you can work out any of those clues and see if you know who it is and I'll give you the answer next week. Uh, next question. The Saints, Collingwood, Geelong all had seven players debut in 2018. Who, which clubs had eight? There were two clubs that had eight players that debuted last season. See if you can answer that one. Next question. Okay, between these players, Damien Monkhurst, Ben McEnvoy, Spider Everett, Tony Lockett, Stuart Lowe, and Fraser Gary. According to the AFL records, who weighed the most? Uh, if you really want to have a go, you can try put them in order of who you think is the most and who is the least. Um, I certainly would have got it wrong if I had had a go, so uh, see if you can. Okay, next question. Who played more games for the Saints between Stephen Newport or Stephen Lawrence? Going back a few years now, but uh, again, see if you can answer that without uh, cheating by going on Google or, or AFL site or something. Okay, uh, before not counting the game against Fremantle, as of now, who has played the most games for the Saints between Wilkie, Caulfield and Parker? Wilkie, Caulfield, Caulfield and Parker. Who has played the most games between them for the Saints? Uh, next question. Since Brandon White was picked up in 2016... How many games has he played in the seniors? 
So how many games has he played for St Kilda Seniors? Next question. Only a couple to go. How many players in Saints history have played 200 games or more? That's in the entire history of the club. It's an interesting one, that. Yes. Uh, next question. Of the Saints players who have kicked more than 50 goals, only three averaged over three. So they averaged over three goals a, a game, if you understand that. Who were the three players? Uh, last question, I think. Who has kicked more goals for the Saints? Again, this is before this week's game. Who has kicked more goals for the Saints between Shane Savage, uh, Jared Geary, Ross, or Akers? Oh, yeah, got one more question. Okay. Name the two players who have kicked the most points for St Kilda. You've got a lot of options there, obviously. Um, I'm talking about in the history of the club, not the current season or anything like that. The history of the club, which two players kick the most points? Not counting goals or anything, just, just how many points you think they kicked or who the players were. Okay, well, hopefully we'll, uh, we'll have some people back for the next podcast and it will be a, a proper podcast and... Uh, Hopefully the Saints will have a big win on against Fremantle. And, um, yeah, that's what we want. Uh, all right. This is Peter saying, go Saints. Wish you 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 wish you